What's your favorite wrestling music? I gotta go with Stone Cold. I love that shit. Which one though? The one with the words or without? Without. Just the glass breaking. And you just like, oh shit. You knew when you heard the glass that break bang. in the middle of somebody else's match? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the one video clip they posted where they was like, yo, the rock be doing the most unnecessary shit? I'm about to say at least once a month. Like, rock I was like, yo, shit. he really does. Like, when he was out there. That shit was type hard though. You just knew a can of ass whooping was about to get opened on somebody. Stone Cold had us running around like thinking and saying wild shit as kids. And like stunning <laughs> girls and shit. <laughs> Alright, I need some uh What did I wanna do? Um, I'm in the kitchen with Martha Stewart making that comeback. You know about that? Nah. All right, y'all. It's about that time. To help make their podcast, I tried better. to listen to it. It really didn't make sense. said Ross saying it's probably his best project he working on. Yeah, all right, buddy. Depending on who he got on the production. Rich forever. Yeah. He'll never outlive that. But see, that's the thing, like, that kills me. Like, yo, how did Def Jam say no to that? They dropped the ball on that. Really feel like they was like, yo, he said they didn't want to put that out as an album. That's why he put it out as a tape. I think it might have been all of the features in the production. That, that sound like it sounded like an expensive album project. Like all the links should be loved. All right, nut huggers and cluck mothers. You are now tuned into the motherfucking fact check podcast episode sixty eight, man. 
This shit is brought to you by FCLG, First Class Lifestyle Group, and the MDMA Lifestyle Wave, a.k.a. Yeah. the Underground Content Kings. Um, this shit is streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Player FM, TuneIn at Podbean, Podomatic, Twitch, Caster, Pandora, YouTube, and wherever else you get your funky-ass podcast. We are the longest-running weekly episodic podcast in Baltimore, Maryland. Two hosts. Uh, we in a basement recording. What are we drinking this week? Knob Creek. Knob Creek. Shout out yeah. to my man, Arthur Paperstacks, MD, for the early birthday yeah. present. That's right. Come on. My Couple birthday days. is on Wednesday. So this is our birthday episode for Raw Skinny Frankie Grimes. Hey. Last week, we had birthday episodes for LJ. Shout out to LJ. Make sure you support her movement, Kyrie Strong. If you need to learn a little bit more about that, do your fucking research. All right. How are you feeling this week, my guy? I'm good, man. Yourself? Um. Well, let me see if there's see any the lighter? stories. Um, just you know, trying to maintain my sanity. Looking to is the box down here? There's one on the keyboard. Oh. Uh, just trying to maintain my sanity, not trying to knock anybody out this week. Yeah. Really tired of disres- uh, disrespect and people talking to me like I'm fucking crazy. Um, I did do an interview this week with Ali Voso, and forgive me, I forget his homeboy's name right now, but together they are known as the Brown Keys. It was a very super cool interview. I love uh, doing interviews with people that have eclectic taste in music. Yeah. So I'm like asking them what their favorite song is right now. It's by people I've never heard of in my mm-hmm. fucking life and shit. That was dope. Um, what else did I do this week? Uh, I pretty much just been watching TV. A little bit of uh, Married at First Sight. We watched Da Vinci Code last night. That was my first time seeing it. You serious? <laughs> hey, wow. fuck you, bro. Big Icy has never seen any Matrix movie. Alright. You feel All me? Right. But yeah, that was my first time seeing it. So uh I liked I it. I like that. That's about to say that's my it, shit. Now I have not gotten into the, the the new ones though. You know they gotta gotta get in the um you gotta see Angels and Demons. Yeah, that's the that's one I'm about to watch two. today. Oh, yeah, that was my first time seeing it. Oh, so. Dream um, within a dream. You 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 probably ain't even tapped into the new season of the challenge. And that's probably my bad for not getting no, telling you. No, I when I when I stopped watching that, like, I stopped watching that. I got to get back on it, though. Yeah, they got a new season. Well, I don't like the new seasons, though, because I don't be knowing the people. So I nah, find myself one, it's always... A, it's a bunch of the vets. Like, CT, he's right back after winning. I'm like, yo, these niggas don't stop. Oh, they let him do back-to-backs even though he won? Yeah. Oh, wow. Him and the girl, Amber, that one last joint with She's him. still out there? Nah, this Amber B. She's like a new girl. Cause last season... That's the big one, right? Nah, the one that she won with CT was her first... Like, it was her rookie season. Okay, okay. So, gotcha. Um. So yeah, what's what's the theme of this one? So you know how normally if you they'll normally go vote in private. Yeah. So the way this shit goes is like, all right. So there's a team of a man and a woman, right? Mm-hmm. So you know how normally, like the house will vote a team in. Yeah. But the two people that won the challenge that day, they can pick any man or any woman from any of the teams. 
So let's say for oh, instance, so you and Ash are a team. Yeah. Like they can the, pick the house me. and the house votes y'all down. And yeah. me and my wife are a team. They can vote me like the person that won that day mm-hmm. can vote me down and not vote my wife down. Gotcha. Type shit. So that's making for some interesting eliminations, huh? So it ends up like they're trying to like, and it's like, yo, it's certain people. So the rookies are trying to team up with a vet, but you know, because you know, if you win, you can steal somebody's partner. So they're trying to make sure they teamed up with a vet so they don't get clipped early just being on a two rookie team. Now, when you steal someone's partner, is it still a two person team or is it mm-hmm. like a bigger team? No, it's still a two person team. So but it's what like, if, say if what I if, win. What if, what if like a girl loses at the elimination, but all the guys win? Are there any nah, like so, same sex teams? So the way it'll nah. So the way it'll be is say they go yo, all right. If like the two teams, so say like the team that the house votes in, cool, they go down, mm-hmm. and then like the two people up top, the agents, they vote in a man or a woman. That man and that woman that got voted down have to go against the house vote. So it's still agents too then. Yeah. Okay. It's all agents again. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that does sound kind of interesting. Um. And then the way they make it a vote to pick who the house vote is, yeah. they put them all in the room together with the agents and be like, all right, they'll come up with a screen like, y'all got 20 minutes to discuss this. Mm-hmm. And just and the screen just goes black and they get Dang. to going. So it's like niggas be in there calling, calling people out, trying to shit on each other to yeah. get people sent down. Like, right, shit's real bad. weird. And I got Paramount Plus. So that's oh, man, you missing out. And they got a Da Vinci Code series on there, a new one. A new one, one from one. Of, it's not a. It's not a Da Vinci Code book. It's not. It might not. It's, I just this, know it's from. It's from Dan Brown. This is my thing about <laughs> Da Vinci Code, right? So a lot of the stuff they were talking about is in circulation, like the theories. Yeah. And shit. All right, but when you're watching the movie, it kind of feel like they stating it as it's fact. You feel me? I guess for the, for the sake of the movie, it has to play like that. You get what I'm saying? And then another thing. How at the end, even though homie... So they go into that secret place where the um, the last known location of where they thought the grill, the, the Magdalene grill was, right? Right. And it's not there, but all this, all the archives are down there. How did old boy at the church automatically know Shorty was the one? You feel me? And then you turn around. I thought they was about to get whacked the way them niggas yeah. were walking in there and shit. I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. And they they start walking in there. I'm like, yo, these are the protectors. Yeah. Like, nah, we well, aren't supposed to get whacked right now. Oh, and that little shot. Ooh. Yeah, I told you. Uh, it was a, it was very entertaining, though. Yeah, it's like, if you like watching shit like that, it's a... Now, Married at First Sight, you got to watch the season, bro. This is the right. illest shit I've ever seen happen. So the nigga gets married. Tell the tell the this two black people, and you know they be having the funniest joints. So he tell Shorty like, look, Shorty, it's the first day. He like, look, Shorty, I don't think you're cute, but maybe something can grow. I want I want to do this, so you know what I mean. But I'm just letting you know, I don't think you're attractive, right? Still cracked on the first night. Wow. And cracked the next morning. So look, right? Couple days go by. He playing bent though. After he cracked, he like he tell her, I don't know about this. So basically, his his whole move was he he had to crack to see if it was anything further. You feel me? He really, he really, he really finessed the fuck out the shit, right? So shorty all in her feelings and shit, and then um, she tell his parents that he cracked, and he like bitch, the fuck? I don't even. So now they like have broke up, but they get back together. So she find out this nigga was just engaged. 
three months before coming on the show. And you know they process to get on the show is like two months, right? Why this nigga got the other bitch pregnant before he kind of came on the show, son? Niggas, man. And then when he cracked the new shorty, didn't strap up. <laughs> that shit was nuts, yo. I ain't gonna tell you no more, but that shit get wicked, bro. Hate it had to be him. Man. I don't know. He was a fucking asshole. It'd be a lot of assholes and dickheads on there. Like, yo. I figured that shit out, though. Like, for the men, they take the assholes and they match them with, like, chicks that's, like, out and about and shit to see if the chick can, like, I don't know, put his assholeness in perspective. Like, put it to the test. You feel like, me? Like, yo, your girl outside. They get like, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. Oh no though. I bro. remember watching one of them where the dude girl like being outside. He wasn't with that shit. Mm-hmm. And he always just in her ass. Always. The one nigga said accused the bitch of cheating on the honeymoon honeymoon. Sheesh. Alright, we'll do for the month. I'm so glad I didn't hit that. That's with a fifteen you. by fifteen? Yeah. The big one. That's big? Fifteen. Now they have bigger, but fifteen by fifteen is what they say is perfect for shirts. I thought it was small myself. It's bigger than mine. Mine is like 12 by something. All right, y'all know how we do around this time. Top cities and countries. Uh, we will just do for the month of sep- September so far. Y'all gonna have to give me a minute. Mm. Yeah, back down. Back down. That last night's now yeah. creep. Yeah, for sure. I made sure I got all that fucking crown up out of me this morning. Cause I eat chicken salad afterwards. Ooh. So. All right, United States, Germany, Belgium, Russian Federation, Ireland, United Kingdom, first timer Poland, hey, Brazil, first timer Malaysia, United Arab Emirates, and Lithuania. Shout, Shout out, out to Dubai. you guys. That one listener out there. Shout out to you. And top cities, Towson, Maryland this week. So I already know who that is. That's Uncle Rob, man. Happy birthday, Unc. <clears throat> Appreciate you. He's our highest listened to person, Uncle Rob. Shout out Uncle Rob. Uncle Rob. That's is your that your real uncle? Yeah, that's the Unc I was telling you about got me out of bookings at one time. Okay. Didn't tell me. Yeah. yeah. Say less. Shout out to Unc. Shout out Uncle Rob, man. You are appreciated. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Towson, Maryland. Placienta, Placienta California. Placentia? Oh, thank that you. What yeah, Placentia? I've never heard of it. I, I'm just taking a wild guess. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice phonics. Uh, Orlando, Florida. Baltimore, Maryland. Boardman, Oregon. Ashburn, Virginia. Frankfurt, Omaine, Germany. Mountain View, California. Charlotte, North Carolina. Pikesville, Maryland. Brussels, Belgium. Richardson, Texas. Dublin, Ireland. Warsaw, Poland. Vilnius, Lithuania. Greensboro, North Carolina. Springfield, Virginia. Detroit, Michigan. Birmingham, Alabama, Kingsland, United Kingdom, and Portland, Oregon. Shout out to all of y'all, man. We appreciate you guys. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Top 10 shows on the wave for the month of September so far. Coming in number one, Fact Check Podcast, episode 67. Number two, Snaps on the Petro, episode 19, No Frank Ocean. Number three, Fact Check Podcast, episode 44. 44. 
Number four, music video theater, episode five, never open another man's can of beer. Number five, busy being married podcast, episode five. Uh, number six, snaps on the petrol, 13, whose fucking water is this? Number seven, fact check podcast, 53. Number eight, music video theater, episode six, you just going to wash off that ice cream. Number nine. Chop watch. Chop watch. <laughs> episode nine. Niggas love chop watch. We must have been podding on chop. We must have been podding because that one stays in the mix. I don't know what the fuck. I gotta it go is, back and listen yo. to that one day when I'm in there working, man. Cause that shit just stay it's like it'll go out of the top ten for like a week or two. And then and it always right comes back. back. And so, it'll come back strong too. Like, you know? Niggas be listening to that one. And then uh coming in at number ten, Fact Check Podcast episode twenty one. Shout out to all the shows. Uh, Damn, I just realized my dog, my dog needed another episode because he ain't in the conspicuously top. Conspicuously missing this week. No cold heat. No more about nothing. And no, I'm the producer. He's the rapper. Come on, man. Y'all boys got to get the pod, Y'all man. niggas got to work, man. Hey, what else can I say? Mm. Where would you like to begin this week, my friend? So, uh, remember I asked you, did we, um, this is a, a, a run back, a recap. Free my nigga Hush Puppy, man. Yeah, so. Free the men. Free the men's them. So, we was looking it up. Um, he played guilty to money laundering in June. Played just flat out guilty? Yeah, 37 years old. Did not know that. Um. Damn, that means we still got time, baby. yeah. So, they. I don't like how your voice sounds as you about to read this. He can yo. face up to twenty years. He hasn't been sentenced yet. No. Okay. And we'll need to pay a full restitution. Oh my god, full restitution. So whole time, you know, I used to just stay all. He was living in Dubai. Yeah, yeah. That nigga's different. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is the United States. Oh man, they gonna slam hush oh, puppy. Scared. Damn. Oh man. Because he was defrauding people in the U.S.? That's how they get you, bro. Damn. Yeah. They go to slam Hush Puppy, man. Nigga had a bespoke black badge, Rolls Royce Rafe. Sheesh, different kind of And the of funny money. thing is, he got knocked with another nigga. Like, it's two niggas for real. But, but Hush you Puppy the face, nigga. that guy. You yeah. the face, nigga. Like, that's what happens when you all on IG flexing and stunting. You become the face of the organization. And sometimes you don't want to be the face of the organization. Yo, Hush Puppy crawled so you niggas could run, man. Never forget that, you fucking scammers. My yo. I got one for you. Did you hear about this uh, actor that got caught up in this Ponzi scheme? No. Oh, you're going to love this one, my friend. You know Tory was in town? As in Lanez? No, yeah. He's in town all weekend. For what? He was doing like a, um, a give back event yesterday for the kids. Just giving out clothes and shit. Fucking kids, he know in Baltimore. Just something he's, I guess, an organization he linked up with here. He's about to go to court. And, All right. Uh, and he, he's hosting Euphoria tomorrow night. Nice. Shout out to Mr. Peasy is in town tonight, man. Shit. Cool. Peasy. That'd Mr. be a Conway real young. Show. Yeah, man. That's not. Uh, Stove God. That's what I'm really mad about. He'll be back, though. He'll be back. He will. He'll be back. Because I remember when Griselda opened up for the locks, and I was like, they'll be back. Like, I was talking to somebody at the. The function I was at last night, he was like, "Yeah, man." I was like, "If my father's at that Conway show, 
he just looked at me and was like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, I know how you feel, bro. Don't even, don't even trip. He was like, and I was like, Stove God is who I wanted to see. And he just looked at me again. was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. All right, check this out, yo. Actor to plead guilty in $650 million Hollywood Ponzi scheme involving fake HBO and Netflix deals. Who's this actor? Zachary Avery from The Getaway in I 2001. Me neither. Actor Zachary Joseph Horowitz has agreed to plead guilty to running a massive Hollywood Ponzi scheme that promised non-existent film rights to investors. Horowitz will plead guilty to one count of securities fraud. A hearing is scheduled for October 4th. The director of That's media- a nice game. That's a nice game he was running. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want the deets, though. Okay. He is accused of selling hundreds of promissory notes through his company, One Inch MM Capital LLC, and fraudulently obtained at least $650 million from at least five major groups of private investors. The money was used to repay previous investors and to bankroll Horowitz's lavish lifestyle, including the purchase of a $6 million Beverly Wood residence, according to an earlier statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office. That's a Ponzi scheme. At the end of 2000... Bitch, I hate when it doesn't. Let me scroll back up. Yes. Yeah. At the end of 2019, he began defaulting on outstanding payments and Horowitz owes investors about $230.3 million. That's a lot, bro. Horowitz would tell investors that he would use the money to purchase regional distribution rights to films and then license the rights to online platforms such as Netflix and HBO. Let me say this again. He told these niggas he was purchasing regional distribution rights to films and then licensed the rights to online platforms. That's not regional. That's not how that That's works. That's not regional. <laughs> so if, you, if I claim region, if I, if I get regional rights, that means like I can go to the TV networks in the mid-Atlantic and go, hey... Do you guys want this it's film? Like, it's like how wrestling used to be. Yeah, it's it's regis. You go to different areas, like hey, let's cut a deal for y'all networks in this area. So you go to ABC, like yo, so that the affiliates that are in the southeast, let's cut a deal so y'all can show this movie every once in a while, and they break you off some money. But you you're meaning to. It if, doesn't if even you, make if you're sense. Going, if you're going to online platforms, it doesn't make that's sense. That's not regional. Shout out to this guy, yo, scam it. Yo, scandemic, man. I don't even need to read no more from that shit, son. That's fucking nuts, bro. I be watching like, yo, I said time and time again, watching American Greed, mm-hmm. I realized as long as you look the part and know what you're talking about half the time, they're going to go for it. That was like the Billionaire's Boys Club movie. You seen that shit? Yeah, like as long as you look at it and, and you can talk that talk, they gonna fall for the shit, especially if it's some shit they don't really know about too much. Like, not too many motherfuckers really know how the film industry works unless Yo, you're in the film. That's industry. like me and you going around to um, good to Spotify and Apple. Like, yo, we got the rights to the Carter Four. We got, I got the, the rights. No, I got the rights to, to that Wu Tang yeah, album man, that uh like, that ain't never been heard. Yo, cut me a check. Hey, yo, Whole and they time. cutting it on promissory notes. Oh, nah, that's the, nah, see what you're doing, what he's doing is basically going to these people, mm-hmm. the investors going, hey, look, I got the rights to that Wu-Tang album that ain't nobody ever heard before. What I'm about to do is take this shit to Apple and Spotify, yeah. and they're going to cut me a bag. Yeah. So, 
yo, but I need some money to help get this process started. You feel what I'm saying? To get the wheels turning. And these people over here thinking like, yo, they're going to give them like five M's. I'll give him 100000 yeah. if, if he can bring me back five. You feel what I'm saying? And you taking that five, you taking that 100000 and you paying back the nigga that invested 50000 with you from the jump. Yeah. You're giving him like and you keep it out of that. Right. And you keep you pocket the rest. It's a good old it's a good old like yo, shout out rest in peace, Bernie made off the Ponzi scheme goat, yo. Like, yo, it's a Ponzi scheme. Like, yo, I be telling niggas. I can I realize maybe that's me, like, yo, that's why I've ducked all the pyramid schemes and all that type jazz that be coming around. I'm like, I, I can spot a scam, yo, a mile away. A mile so away. sometimes when you just start talking shit and it sounds too good, I already know. That's why I don't even answer the door for them niggas with the blue shirt on. No like, more. you remember, what was the shit called back in the day? ACN? Um, like, my man used to preach this shit to me, right? And we sat down. We was all in the crib. We, like, five, six deep talking mm-hmm. about this shit. And I'm like, all right, my nigga. Like, he was kind of down bad. And I kind of, like, dug a link into him about it a little hard. And then I said, niggas was like, yo, you. But I'm like, bro, stop showing me videos of this nigga in a Lambo <laughs> and this nigga in a Ferrari. <laughs> When you having a hard time paying your bills, this shit don't work. Yeah. Like if that was the case, my nigga, you wouldn't be in the situation you in. Like that's all I you that's all I was telling him. Like, look, like I'm trying to keep it a buck with you. Mm-hmm. Like you showing me your shit. He the top of the pyramid. Like I know this game, and I'm trying to break it. Yo, he's the top of the pyramid. Yeah. He's always gonna be good as long as niggas keep signing up. Right. Like. That's the whole point, bro. It funnels up to him. Like, I'm like, it's a reverse funnel, my nigga. Yo, like, <laughs> you know the illest shit I seen in a minute was that dinner party shit them old white bitches was doing up northeast. You remember that shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. <coughs> All right, I got another one for you. Uh, I'm sure you heard about this, but uh, Clinton Portis was among three former NFL players who have pleaded guilty for their roles in a nationwide scheme to defraud a health care program for retired NFL players. Nah. <laughs> 40-year-old Porter, a former running back who was drafted by the Broncos in 2002 and spent the bulk of his career with Washington, faces a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. The alleged scheme targeted the Gene Upshaw NFL player health re- reimbursement account plan, um, according to court documents, Portis caused the submission of false and fraudulent claims to the plan on his behalf over a two-month period, obtaining $99,000 in benefits for medically for medical equipment that was not actually provided. Yo, they're going to give the nigga 10 years for two months worth of shit? That's insane. I guess it's that price tag. You had that down there, 100000 100, uh, He pleaded, though. He pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit health care fraud on Friday. Um... Okay, now the other guy who played for the Chiefs and the Chargers recruited three other former NFL players into the plan and assisted in filing claims that yielded those players $159,000 worth of benefits Sheesh. for medical equipment that was not actually provided. Sheesh. So what are they saying? Like, yo, I need the hyperbolic chamber in my shit, bro. Let me get the check cut. Hmm. It's like the PPP loans. So I guess they cut you the check. <laughs> you ain't spending the check. You know how when the insurance company cuts you a check to get your car fixed, the niggas don't get the car fixed? Yeah. So niggas got the check, but their car still fucked up. Mm-hmm. Niggas go spend the bag on something else. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Okay. That's what it sounds like, at least. Which is but crazy I guess you to can't me. play around with that NFL money. Bro. Nah, it's the healthcare shit. Because yeah. they look at that like, yo, that money we gave you could have went to somebody that was really fucked up and needed Fact. some shit. Fact. So it's like... 
that healthcare fraud shit is different. That's where they really slam you because it's like, yo, you're playing with motherfuckers that really might need that shit. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at that. Like, cause that's one. That's one thing. That's one. I'm, I'll never play like. I've played in some games before, but not that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Yo, did we talk about the new venue they're making uh, downtown? What is it? Uh, it's called the Paramount. It's going to be in South Baltimore. Is it an arena? What is it? Yeah, it's going to be a... Uh, uh, give me one second. How many here. seats does it hold? Give me one second. Yeah. 50 million. Okay, uh, 3,750 seat concert venue. South of M and T Bank Stadium. That's kind of buns. Like, that's not a lot of seats. It's a lot, but like, at the compared to what we have as far as the arena, like so, what's this gonna be like? Our Fillmore? Yeah. Like we got Ramshead. Nah. Like this is gonna have seats. Do you really? Do you really be wanting to sit down at a concert all the time? Uh depending on who's performing, fuck yeah. And you've been to fucking shows where there's seats and you still stand up. Come on. Right. Howard Theater is fucking seats. Yeah. Come on, man. Where was I at? Yeah, the arena had seats. And... I will never go to Royal Farms for a show. Fuck that. I hate that fucking place. It smells of fucking popcorn and incest. I don't know. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right, new segment. Worst nicknames in NBA history, yo. Oh, man. Is there any you can think of off the top of your head? Nah. Yo, I I do have one question I need to ask, and it, it's always blown my mind. Yes, sir. And this is my guy. Yes, sir. Nick Young. Swaggy P. Where does the Swaggy P come from? I think it was from? something with his uh, family or something. I'm just wondering where the P comes from. Because I was like, your name's Nick. All right. right, but let's fact check this shit. Nah. I ain't never knocked it. It's like that swaggy P. Wait till I read this first one off the list. Is it that new guy that's in the league now? Mm-hmm. Oh. Who you talking about? I forgot his name, but it's some weird shit. I know I do know one of my favorite ones though. That's the white mamba, <laughs> Brian Scalabrini. Oh no, it's not family. <laughs> also known as Swaggy P, a nickname he gave himself. Sheesh. <laughs> meaning, <laughs> meaning the prophet of swag. Oh, okay. Say, say less. I get it. I get it. The swag prophet. The swaggy prophet. He said God gave it to him. Ooh, that's even colder. All right, <laughs> that's real cold. Glenn Davis wanted to be called the ticket stub because KG was the big ticket. Talk about big baby. Yeah. Not the ticket stub. The ticket stub. Shout out Big Baby. I heard he, was he what, uh, trapping up in um, <laughs> yo said this, Harford County? Yeah. This, yo said this from the man who's simply not known <laughs> to anybody <laughs> by the name of Glenn Davis, but rather Big Baby. <laughs> I think I said the ticket stuff. Why would you want to be the ticket stuff? Oh, no, yo. Oh, I get it. Because niggas save the ticket stuff as like memorabilia. Nice. They don't save the ticket. They save the stub. Nice. You get what I'm saying? Nice. Nigga, I, I remember how niggas used to collect movie ticket stubs, like, and the ticket stubs to the concerts. They said Michael Jordan was called Captain Marvel at one point. Fuck out of here, champ. Nobody ever called you that. 
Yo, they said. I know said... we call them that. The same niggas that call LL Big LA is the same <laughs> niggas that call Michael Jordan Captain Marvel. Yeah, they said a local Utah, Utah sports radio man tried to nickname Donovan Mitchell Donovan Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, KD anointed himself as the servant. Okay. Pascal Siakam, Spicy P. <laughs> Spicy P. <laughs> Why? Uh, hold up. It says, uh, ended up with the name Spicy P mostly because he told his teammates he didn't like the name, so it stuck. For some reason, the Raptor sub was trying to make ICV a thing for Fred Van Vliet, which was an, a terrible nickname. <laughs> ICV. Yeah. Aaron Gordon is trying to get people to call him Mr. 50 because of his dunk contest scores. Mm. But he's never won. Cedric Sabalos, who just recently went through a COVID scare. Shout out to him. Uh, called himself. I thought he did he pass away. Cedric, no, he's. I, you sure? Come on, man. I saw that the other day, man. Come on, yo. Don't tell me that, yo. Make sure I ain't bugging, please. Nah, he's he's all good. Okay, he's all good. Cedric Sabalos called himself Chaz, short for franchise. Nah. Corey Bad Porn Maggetti. Bad porn, Maggetti. Mm-hmm. Why are they bad porn? Like, yeah. is it pornography? Yes, bad porn, Corey. Bad they said porn, Maggetti. Niggas, niggas on his team said he had poor taste in pornography or something. <laughs> Lester the molester. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, molester niggas in the paint, <laughs> real nasty. <laughs> I'll say Drake called Yo- Yo- Jonas Valachunas big science. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> All right, man. That's enough of that. Yeah. Where's NFL nickname? Shaq had a bunch of bullshit ones, too. Like, oh, the big Aristotle. Yeah, that's the one that I'm thinking about. Who calls you that? <laughs> the big Aristotle. That's some shit probably only Marv Albert. You hear Marv Albert call him that like once in a while. <laughs> yo, what's your favorite like NBA player name, yo? Like nickname or... Somebody shout you out, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, like real name. That's like mine. Aunt. Hey, Aunt Dana. What's up, Aunt, Auntie? Mine is uh, Barn Yarny. I had to go with Stoyakovich. Stoyakovich? Yeah. Hey. Pretty good one. Pretty good. Vladdy Divac was hard, Yeah, too. that's a tough, like... Like, them Croatians got some names, they just... <laughs> Tony Kukoc. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yo. Always something cool like yo. That's just, it. Just sounds good, yo. Honestly, yo, mm. it's like yo, and I'm mad that he just didn't live up to the hype. And I told you what it is. Once you get a song named after you, yeah. it is that's it. Right, it's Mo Bamba. Oh yeah, because Mo Bamba was never the same. Tyler Harrow was never the same. Like what about Nerlens? Nerlens Noel. It's a cool name. He's suing a uh, Rich Paul and them right now. Really. Yeah, it's a lot going on with clutch sports management. Seem like things ain't the Yeah, this nigga started fucking Adele. Shit ain't been the same since. He's basically saying that uh Nerlens Noel was basically saying that 
there was more he passed up on certain deals mm-hmm. because they were telling them he could get they could get him better deals and they never did. Right. So he felt like, yo, y'all kinda Fuck me over. And now I'm getting closer to the end of my career. But I'm I'm guessing. I don't know how old he is, but mm-hmm. he's been around for a while. Yeah. So he's probably like, yo, I'm not gonna be able to get a whole bunch of more big bags in the league. Right. And the one that I could have had, y'all fucked that up for me. So shout out to Rich Paul. Like, and I seen like somebody else just left Rich Paul and all of that. So Well, speaking of contracts, uh NBA young man, uh fan favorite here at the Fact Check Podcast, has just signed a global joint venture with Motown for his never broken again label. Um, he's still signed to Atlantic as a solo artist, all right? How you doing? But he will continue to head up the label alongside Kyle Montana Claiborne in the deal that combines Motown's global leadership with the artist- artistic and creative vision of Young Boy and Never Broke Again, with plans to sign and develop new artists, including Quando Rondo. Mm, you got that boy distribution. You feel what I'm saying? That's a power move, kind of, especially from the joint. Mm-hmm. That's a power move. To begin the partnership, the first single is set to arrive in September, followed by a compilation album in October. Never Broke Again Volume 1 is made up of 16 new songs with music from NBA Young Man himself, No Cap, P. Youngin, Michi Baby, Raj, Roger, and... Quando Rondo. But my thing is this. How's that? So this is how they're going to have to play it. They're going to have to play it the same way Ross was doing... The Maybach music shit. Mm-hmm. So when they do the songs, it's featuring Rick Ross. It's going to have to be like featuring... Young Man for the songs that get burned? No. For that to basically not conflict with his Atlantic deal. Oh, when he's on a song. Right. Mm-hmm. So it can't be NBA Young Boy song. It has to be Never Broke Again mm-hmm. featuring... Mm-hmm. NBA young boy. I got you. You feel what I'm saying? It's like it's gonna play like that if he's got because because unless he's trying to get out of his deal, mm-hmm. why are you putting out music over here? Like, so I'm guessing Atlantic didn't didn't see the vision, but it's like, like I said, it's a power move on the fact that Quando Rondo wasn't really able to eat right for the past what almost year now. Yeah. So for you to get him a distribution deal with Motown, that's pretty good. That's that's a and I say you locked up. And oh, you yeah. did that for your man. Uh, despite the deal, NBA young man is currently incarcerated at St. Martin Parish Correctional Center in Baton Rouge. <laughs> He's one of the ones I didn't think was going to be coming home. but uh, okay. I don't think he, he might not be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be why he did that. Like, I ain't heard of. He might got a lot of music tucked off. I would definitely believe Young Man has because it a seems like it music. seems like Pooh. You said Pooh Shiesty. It seems like he's done a ton of features before he went in. Who Pooh Shiesty? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he got the catalog Young Man got. In, not of his own. Drive. Not of his own. No, nah, Young done, Man hard drive is. No, nah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It, he's definitely on that hard drive. List. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't need, we don't even listen to yo, but you can tell. Yeah, right? yeah. I know that hard drive. You know who never got his hard drive back? Sway Lee. <laughs> I ain't forgot about that shit. <laughs> I ain't forgot about that, Mr. Lee. I need to find out who got that Sway Lee. I ain't hard heard drive. him on a track since, nigga. They was talking about that. I might say on that podcast that you don't like talking about, they might have mm-hmm. said that, like, yo. Boy said he had like forty unforgettables. That hard drive went missing, and we ain't heard not one of them. Heard shit since. Where's all them records at, man? 
Somebody right. gets Sway Lee to hard drive back. Slim Jimmy doing, uh, he on the no jumper at the end of the day. He's just popping up. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is Slim Jimmy doing out here? Like, what's going on? Did, he, did him and AD get into it about something? No, it was a fake thing okay, with okay. Um, AD and Vel. Okay. They was, they was, Adam was, they found out Adam was gassing some shit up. That they like on some instigator about, uh, yeah, Adam shit. Right, make trying to instigate a fight between the two of them. And when AD like hit Vel, was like, yo, was, was good. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Vel was like, oh, nah, nah, I'm playing. I thought you was playing. I'm playing. Like, they were saying it was getting real to the point where Vel was out. And some, like, the, the bounce at the club was like, look, yo, some dudes just said they was going to grab the joint. Do something to you, but oh, I got shit. you. Like it was, cause you Damn. know AD. I was telling you, like out yeah. there, he's connected. Like right, like I was telling the dude at work when we talked about it. He was basically saying there's a table of the OG niggas, like whack and certain motherfuckers, and AD's like right. He's on that tail right underneath, underneath them. them yeah. Like I was like, oh, all right, it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Like, like cool. He was like, yo, all right. So he was like, yeah, shit was getting going to get real. You can tell by the way he carry himself and the, yeah. how he talk about the politics with that shit. Yeah, he, he don't up. he don't talk about it like in no type. He he always talks about it in a real, what's the word? Uh, elegant. Ele- uh, um, he articulates yeah. himself very well when he's talking about the politics of that shit. So, like, even like when I sat down and listened to that interview with him and Wack, I was like, all right, you can tell they really... They talking some shit that a lot of people wouldn't even really mm. understand. So, all right, man, let's bring it down a couple notches, bro. Let's do it. Um, so, uh, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Hey, man. Uh, before we get into this, I do want to talk about this real quick. Um, I would implore anybody that listens to our platform that fucks around with hard drugs like cocaine, specifically cocaine. There is clearly a bad batch out yes. right now, so please be careful with your purchases and such. That's all I'm gonna say about that. You know? Yeah, man. That's... But um, we won't talk about his death so much as we will talk about his life and celebrate him. So we uh, are definitely gonna induct Michael K. Williams into the fact check yes, hall of fame. Uh, he was born on November twenty second, nineteen sixty six. Uh, American actor. He played uh, famously Omar Little uh, from The Wire and Albert Chalky White, my personal favorite character from him in uh, Boardwalk Empire. He was also acclaimed for his role as uh, Jack G, husband of Bessie Smith in the HBO telefilm biopic Bessie. He acted in supporting roles in a number of films and television series, including The Road, Inherent Vice, The Night of, Gone Baby Gone, 12 Years a Slave, When We Rise, When They See Us, and happened Leonard. He also appeared as a cameo extra in the Hendrix song by Wyclef Jean, depicting a struggling deadbeat dad selling drugs to make ends meet. Man, why had to be a deadbeat? Because he was selling drugs? Well, no, I think he was selling drugs, so he was a deadbeat. That makes him a deadbeat if he's selling drugs or, to provide I, for his kids? Nah. I guess if he's selling drugs, he's not really a deadbeat anymore. Especially if he's doing it to take care of the kids. All right, we got too much levity for this right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was born in Brooklyn. Um, Came up in Jersey, right? Uh, actually, South Carolina. Mm. Raised in East Flatbush. Okay. Yeah. Uh, according to DNA analysis, he was descended partly from 
people of Sierra Leone. Okay. Um, I'm not going to divulge that part of his youth, but he went through some shit. He was also, uh, when Vice first started the TV network. Oh, that show? The yeah. uh, Black Market shit. Mm-hmm. Real dope. When he was the host, I was like, damn. Uh, he worked for Pfizer Pharmaceuticals as a temp. Uh, however, inspired by Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation 1814, he left school and quit his job against the wishes of his family to pursue a career as a dancer. During a Man. year in which he was intermittently homeless, Williams visited record labels and dance studios looking for work. He got a job as a background dancer with Kim Sims, which led to more work appearing as a dancer in music videos and on, tour- on tours with artists such as George Michael and Madonna as well as some modeling work. He also choreographed Crystal Waters' 1994 single, 100% Pure Love. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, I don't think a lot of people know that part about him. He's like, when it comes to the dance, yeah. he's really, that was his thing. Uh, Williams had a large facial scar he received in a bar fight on Jamaica Avenue, New York City, on his 25th birthday when he was slashed with a razor blade. The star became his. The scar became his signature feature and resulted in offers to perform as a thug in music videos and modeling opportunities with noted photographers like David LaChapelle. One of his first acting roles was alongside Tupac Shakur as High Top, the brother and henchman to Shakur's kingpin tank in the 1996 film Bullet. All right. And of course, we have The Wire. Yeah. Walk Empire. Uh, he also had a reoccurring role on Alias. You remember that show? Yeah, I do remember Alias. Uh-huh. Um, Never watched it, so I wouldn't have known he was on it. It was all right. Uh, he's also been on uh, CSI, Boston Legal, The Sopranos, Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, Human Giant, and Third Watch. Uh, he was in the video for Young Jeezy's Bury Me a G. Uh, gone Baby Gone I Think I Love My Wife Trapped in the Closet The Dr- R. Kelly joint? Yep Dreams How We Do It's a Stick Up He definitely was in Killer Season Trick Daddy Video Tuck Your Ice In Sheik Looch Good Love Yeah Young Jeans Burn Me Jeans Yeah so Definitely an illustrious Career bro that's in peace, man. Like, and really? he was really the one that was supposed to play Django. Huh. I can see Scheduling that. Scheduling conflicts with Boardwalk Empire. I can see that. That, that would have took him off the <sighs> fucking rails, bro. Him and Tarantino. I did not know he executive produced Snow on the Bluff. Okay. Me neither. Damn, man, as you said that, yo, the Django shit, that makes me look at it like, Man, they kind of cornballed it up getting Jamie Foxx in my life. Because mm-hmm. Django was more funny and comedy to me yeah, than anything. Was. I feel like with Michael K. Williams, it might it not have been that. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. I hope oh, I did yeah, you justice, man. man. We'll definitely miss you and your work, brother. Definitely. And rest in peace to the... Other four people that have died in drug-related incidences uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, man, I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, the comedian guy. I forget his name, too. It's a bad batch out here, man. Definitely a bad batch going out. If that's your thing, I don't condone it. But if that's your thing, I ain't judging you neither. Just at least make sure you're getting 
Mm. Shit that ain't spiked. Have you seen the uh, Mac Miller video about that whole shit? So apparently, the like all the text messages are out there. Yeah. And um, the he got what happened was he had two badges from mm. two different people, a chick and a guy. Everything he had from the chick was legit. Was what it was supposed to be. The shit he had from the guy had the fentanyl. Right. And he happened to pop five, and four of them were the ones that had the fentanyl. And that's what happened. Mm-mm. But he yeah, had didn't like the guy, didn't the guy get arrested and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah sure. right. You going? That's the thing. You go down for that shit now. So yeah, he's on the messages like I'm gonna do the rest of my life in jail. Yeah, you should. Fuck what you mean, bro? Like that's the thing too, man. Like I don't like. like I told him, I, I I made a sad comment the other day. I was basically like, yo, I don't think people that's doing all of these different drugs are understanding. Like when they start using fentanyl. They're not cutting the drug with the fentanyl anymore. Mm-hmm. You're cutting the fentanyl with, with the, the drug. drug. Like, the shit's that strong. Right. So, I don't think they realize that. And the cartels are sending that shit up, so. Not to mention the synthetic shit from Asia. Like, I don't even want to get cracking on that shit. Yeah, it's just a, it's a, yeah, man. I said, why they call you man boy? Because when I was a young boy, I was already a grown man. <sighs> Can't wait till snowfall comes back. What's going on with your ravens, bro? Ain't I, my ravens? Oh, don't do, my. don't put that sweater on my jacket, as Gilly would say. Don't do that. What you a Cowboys fan? Not at all. Steelers. Patriots, man. Patriots. Yo, you a Patriots fan, and you was quiet for that whole Cam Newton shit. Huh? I ain't like it. I wasn't gonna get into it. Mac Jones, yo. He got the sauce, what, bro. Let me see what happened. I think Cam, like, it's Cam, Cam, like, I, he said it the other day. Mm. He said, yo, I feel like that issue is I'm a big story even if I'm coming off the bench. It's going to be a lot of attention around my name regardless if I'm starting or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, like, certain teams can't handle that shit. New England ain't one of them teams where if you not the, if you not the guy, they don't want you to be the story. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So... Uh, who has the hardest verse this year so far? This year, oh, go! You can. There's a number. I tried to run, but they caught me. There's a number of Conway verses. Yeah. And I do like that whole verse off the um, the joint with him and that. Off the Black Messiah soundtrack. I like Benny's verse on Claire's back. Um, what else was it? Fuck, I just had this shit. In my oh, head. You can even say like yo, you even said it yo, Stove God's uh, Vogue cover. Okay, okay. That, that, like, it's a lot. There's a lot of good verses. We've had a lot of good verses this year. Definitely got though Fabio on the Kanye in there. Um, damn, yo, I just had that shit. Oh, yeah. Burner Boy on Siberia. So I'm pretty yeah. sure he came up with the cadence for that song. So All right. That shit is a ride, uh, fucking jam. And uh, I don't know. I can't think of really any freestyles. That really wowed me so far. Uh, they ain't had no freestyles this year yet. That was was Benny's uh 
was Benny Buzz on I ninety five twenty twenty one. I don't. I don't listen to them freestyle anymore. That's one. Because <laughs> more the thing about it is more than likely you're gonna hear that shit on whatever's about to come out from them next. So they I'll old. Like, they old school. They do the old school. Yeah. They'll take your take your verse off your album. With that. I'm yeah. Cool with that. I, it's just like now. I it, would rather have you do that than stand there like this. But now the thing is now you you there's the internet so you see that shit. Like back in the day to get a to hear the funk flex freestyle, mm-hmm. you had to get that shit. Like somebody from New York had to like bootleg that yeah, and send it to you. For sure. So you you might not hear that freestyle, but yeah, some, we had some good shit this year. We still got what couple months left. Let's see who else dropped. Uh, all, all the only person left is Kendrick. Travis Scott. <sighs> like he's that's the thing. I think, yo, if Ye really wanted to be able to get Drake cold the fuck out of here, <coughs> he should have kept that. Whatever him, whatever situation him and Travis Scott had, Who? Kanye. Because oh. that's the one that that's the one person I feel like can, if if he wanted to, if he turns up, he's getting Drake the fuck out of here. Travis Scott? Yeah. Cause he does he can do the numbers. He can sell out the fucking yeah, shows. But he, he doesn't beef rap. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to have him beef rap. Just as massive as he is, mm-hmm. like if he drops at the same time as Drake, there's gonna be a clash. Oh yeah, for sure. Because niggas love for Travis. Sure, for sure. For like sure. I'm going to Travis before Drake. You. You know what I'm saying? What that Kisa? Yo, what's up, bro? But uh, hey, I'm gonna go to Travis before Drake because mm. I want him to fuck Travis got going on because I feel like yo. Whatever sauce Kanye had in Hawaii when he was doing Dark Twisted Fantasy, like Travis came around him not too long after that. Okay. So he soaked a lot of that up. Okay. He like when I listen to Travis Scott shit, I'm like, yo, he takes the trap shit and all of that and does what Kanye does with it. I don't. I just feel like he's a Mike Dean clone. Travis? Yeah. Nah, because you gotta remember, Travis yeah, well, he was producing uses the same chord progressions and the same fucking sounds. But Travis was producing on his own before he got with them. Not, yeah, I'm not taking got, anything away from him. And so, I guess clone is a derogatory term, my bad. But it feels like he has, a, I would say he gets more influence from Mike Dean than he does from Kanye. I'm just talking about his fuzz, pulling like the features together, doing the shit where you got hella. But he don't sample. But you got hella producers on a song. Like, I, I was telling him. I don't think he does that. Yeah. He does. You can go check them Astro World credits. Yeah, but who who is it? Is it his team, like Wonder no. Girl and niggas like that? Like, well, like, Wonder Girl is she really his team? I would say so. I want I don't like not like she's under him, but when he's making a project, she's definitely in the fucking room. You feel me? Right. You go through them Astro World credits. You got Sunny Digital, Thirty Rock, B Weezy. That's on the first song. Like, you got Hit Boy on Carousel. You go to Sicko Mode. It's Hit Boy, OZ, Tay Keith, Q Beats. All right, I I I stand corrected. I thought he was producing a lot of his own shit, bro. He's got R.I.P. Screw is him and F.K.I. Stop trying to be God is him, Mike Dean and J Beats. No bystanders is Wonder Girl and Mike Dean. Skeletons is uh. Tame Impala. Wake Up is Frank Dukes. Seven Thomas, Wallace Lane. Like, yeah, he didn't do a lot of this. Mm. 
Gotcha. He that's Astro Thunder, John Mayer's got production on that thing. Yeah, he didn't. So who do you think wins in that head to head? You think Travis is doing six fifty? I can see him doing six fifty. I see Travis having a fan base because he's 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 the only person that has that almost everybody fan base. See, I need another I need another parameter though. Like I need like Billie Eilish first week sales, so I can see what the white people be doing. You feel me? Yeah. Ooh. Yo, Astro World did five thirty seven first week. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Who was the last big white person to drop? Hmm. Didn't wasn't we talking about cobblestones and uh Taylor Swift like last year sometime? Yeah, cardigan. Taylor T Swizzy only doing three twenty nine. That's what I'm saying. Like Travis is that's crazy. Travis yo. is the one. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. An astral world. See, this is what I don't understand. Billboard says 329. And then they have another one where it says 1.2. Hmm. Yo, look at this though. The tra- Travis's progression. Mm-hmm. Yo, Rodeo debuted at number three, mm. eighty-five thousand. Okay, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To Astro World five thirty-seven first week. Yeah, that's a ridiculous jump. Hold up, Rodeo did what? Eighty-five thousand. Oh wow. No, no. What's uh, uh, bees in the trap? Sing McKnight. Cause that's in between those. Eighty-eight. Nice. So he went fifty-seven, eighty-eight to five. He went eighty-five, eighty-eight to five. That's crazy. But I tell people too. I say, "Yo, Birds is the album." I think Astro World was so good because Birds is the album he felt like deserved the props that didn't get it. Like he oh, didn't yeah, get no yeah, Grammy. Yeah. Not. I tell people. I say, "Yo, pick up the phone." That was easily one of the best records that year. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh... It wasn't rodeo, but you know what I'm saying. I the think first that's time what it, I heard it, pick up the phone, I was like, "This is a hit." It was like a, it's natural artistry in, on your second album. You want to do different shit. You want to experiment a little bit. And but did he go outside wanted... of the? Did he really sonically? Go... I would say so, bro. That was a that's a very jarring CD to listen to. Birds in a trap. Yeah. I feel like that's closer to Rodeo than Astro World would be. I would say Astro World is closer to Rodeo and structure and soundscape. And like Birds is very. But the story in the net, because the whole thing is like the Three Stacks feature wasn't supposed to be a feature. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to have been him narrating it like T.I. was doing the first one. 
he's like, yo, when he when he sent it back to me, it was a verse. Mm-hmm. I thought it. I didn't. That's not. I didn't know that's what he was gonna send me back. He felt like, yo, I, I should do a verse. So that's why it's not narrated like it's supposed to be. It's like, I think that was supposed to play out like this was a joint. Coordinate through the late night. Nigga, I'm the one that brought it into the conversation. All I'm, I'm saying, just saying is, yeah. I mean. Um, you gotta remember he had which one call it too, Huncho Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather forget that one. That was when. Yeah, I ain't gonna. Bring I didn't it think up. that was good at all. I'm, I'm not gonna bring it up because niggas. That was when niggas thought. Quavo was the one. Yeah, for sure. Remember that time? That was yeah. a, that was a that was a nasty time. Bro. <laughs> Niggas thought Quavo was the one. It was definitely a nasty time. I listened to um, what's the other one with uh Twenty One and Offset without warning? Mm-hmm. I listened to that before I listened to Huncho Jack. Absolutely. And without warning on the listen back ain't really that good. <laughs> <laughs> they got like one or two on there. <laughs> Is Ric Flair, Drip, and fucking um, the tw- the one twenty one guy at the end? I forget the name of it. I no, it was the one song it. I do like on there, Ghostface Killers. Oh, that's with Travis Scott. No. <laughs> oh, um, hang, hold up, how that shit go? Put a shoe string on my tail. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that shit be right. <clears throat> but see, they did it the smart way. It's only ten songs. Mm-hmm. We ain't had to do a whole lot. And Metro did the beat. I, I feel like Twenty One's not putting shit out no more unless it's with Metro. So until that album drop, put album the one with him and Metro. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he's gonna have like a full length coming soon. Yeah, he's been he popping up too out. much. Popping up too much. Yo. He just dropped. Was that last year? Matter of fact, I, nah, fuck no. He's dropping tapes. Twenty one. Yeah, that shit was much. That shit was an album. That's a tape. Savage Mode Two is an album. That's bro. a tape. Savage Mode is a tape. All right. I hate nah nah. This, we uh, not we not even era. gonna play that game, bro. Because niggas used to get that shit off in the early two thousand. Like they have a tape, and then the part two or the part three be an album or some shit. Like nah, I just feel man. like yo. These mm-hmm. niggas is dropping albums, man. These shits go up on the DSPs. It's, it's all a, original it's a music. <laughs> yeah, that's the niggas gotta let me know what's an album and what's a tape now. If you don't tell me, I'm thinking if you don't tell me this a tape, nigga, nah, I'm thinking albums, that's an album. It's albums, tapes, and EPs. And playlists if you jerk. Yeah. Cause more life was a playlist. Yes. But I feel like, yo, niggas gotta specify. Let me look at it, yo. Savage two. I feel like Savage Two. Nigga, they got Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's narrating that. Son. You telling me the label ain't pay for that? That's an album. He's it's... independent. No, he not he not independent. He's on Epic. He own this shit though. Um Savage Mode do say. Slaughter Gang under exclusive license to Epic Records. With Boominati Worldwide slash Republic, that's yeah, an album. That's, the label paid nah, for that. That's, that's fifteen songs, forty four minutes. That's a, that's a tape. Label that label paid for that. That's though. a tape. That's not that's not like his old shit. The la- that's not Savage Mode. I don't think was done on Epic. It wasn't. It was just Slaughter Gang. Exactly. And it was nine this, songs. This is an 32 album. Thirty two minutes. This is an album. The label yeah, paid for that. I'll give you EP. You think Epic ain't paying for Morgan Freeman, nigga? How I you get Morgan Freeman without the Epic check? I give you EP. 
Like, that's an <laughs> album, bro. 10 songs, 15, that's an album. Yo, that's an EP, That's an album. 15? 15 is an album. Slaughter, like the first one, yeah, we can say that's that's the, that's an EP. Well, fucking without warning, the Slaughter Gang. It's not through no label or nothing. It says under exclusive license to Epic. To Epic. Right, that that's an album. Once the label put they once the once you license that to the label, it's an album. That's how I feel. Hmm. Like if you just put it out as yourself, we're gonna have to investigate that further. Another you day. can't have a label paying for tapes. That was the whole thing DJ Drama got raided for because the labels felt like he was stealing the music. Mm-hmm. So you can't put it out as a tape if the label pay for it. You don't think that was like another DJ just trying to get him? I feel like it was. Somebody was hating on Drama. Because I, I was really, we was talking about this the it's other day. in Philly moving I was like, tapes, yo, it was in the tapes. A at the time. Oh, yeah. They got hit in Atlanta. I'm So I'm hey, like, hey, yo. It's some niggas from Philly down here in really, Atlanta moving mad tapes. It really son. made the feds be like, yo. Let's go raid the mixtape DJs. Just him. No kid. But then I, th- I, I, mean, I brought up this point, too. By that time, you really didn't have Clue doing that shit no more. Like, all the New York niggas by then, what, they had record deals and were putting out well, albums. Well, he was pressing the tapes, too, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah he was he doing all up. that. He was doing all that's that. He had, and he had all that shit in the same building. Yeah, that's he was doing, he like... Up. But he like yo, that was the that was what I think that's what killed the mixtape era right there. Oh yeah, for sure. Was like because back then, like yo, I tell niggas, you had to have a gangster grills for niggas for certain motherfuckers to listen to your shit. You had to have a gangster grills. You know what else killed mi- mixtapes? When uh, rock groups and R and B niggas started doing mixtapes. Like Chester French had a fucking mixtape. The neighborhood has a mixtape. Now the R and B niggas, I can. Like, because what's his name used to do it sometimes? Trey songs where he might jump on another joint. Like, you know how the rappers be like, I'm going to rap no. over another nigga beat. You sing, nigga, sing. He, That's rapper moves. The nigga can rap too, though. Shut the nigga, up. I'm not saying he's a great rapper, but he raps. The nigga raps up from that from time to time. You about to piss me off. But he's not a great, I'm not saying, yo, this Trey Songz is an awesome rapper. Fact check podcast and said, Trey Songz can spit. I'm, I'm not saying he's the best, but he does it. He attempts but shit, Trey Songz had mixtapes. He rapped better than Jaheen. Hmm. Who just got locked up for yeah. starving dogs. Yeah, I was about to say that. But... So you know he going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Jaheen out here. Like, yeah, that's a, that was weird. I was like, what the fuck is that are you, are you running a kennel? Like, what's going on? But... And then if that's the case, why are you not feeding them, dog? Exactly. Like, you can't fight a pit bull that ain't eating. That it's weird. That sound right. It's weird, but... Unless he know. just uh, breeding. Man, that's what I thought. He might have been breeding them, but why are you still not feeding the dogs? Yeah, they got to be healthy to breed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know this dog. Weird, but... Like, yeah, yo, he's like... The mixtape, uh, like... And, it might have been that, and then by then the internet was a little more popping, so you had like the message boards going up. Well, I would attribute that piff to the problem too, and the mixtape sites because there was no, there's once the the boundary was gone between niggas in the industry right. and anybody, right? It was a fucking rap on like that piff and them sites. See, that piff like, was also doing shit like. They was doing the exclusives with certain people. Yeah, that's so cool. So like they all, would pay I... certain people, like an artist. They might be like, "Oh, we give you twenty thousand to put the mixtape on here." Yeah, it would be like, all right, let's say Little Wayne drops on April first, right? 
Now, of course, Lil Wayne's gonna be in the top spot. You feel me? That's no problem to find. But what if I want to find the new Max B or some shit that doesn't have the top spot? Nigga, you used to have to go through like 20 pages to find niggas, yo. Like, god damn, nigga. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing about that piff I always said. Like, and then Wilson McCallit tried to knock it out, Spinrilla. Mm -hmm. But niggas was running the Spinrilla scam. Yo, I pay you, give me twenty five dollars. I put your tape on spin really like yo. That shit don't cost nothing, bro. Come on, yo. Uh, and let's not talk about the song, the song scam. To be on the tape. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yo. I need fifty dollars for you to submit the song. It's like yo, nah, hey, niggas will hit you like yo, bro. You want to get on this tape? And you like, yeah. Oh, yo, you gotta send me fifty dollars. Need fifty. Oh, you be like, oh. And you got to promote the links. Right. Yo, you notice what I don't see anymore? Them rappers doing that shit. <laughs> what the fuck happened to that, yo? Whatever company that was got their bread and was yeah. like, yo, we are out. Scam them it. Fuck out. Scam them it. Like, they gave the rappers their cut. Was like, yo, we out. We out, son. We need fuck a new that. company name. Yeah. All right, yo. Anything else for you want to get up out of here, son? You fed the streets uh, enough today. What's um, that? James Bond, October 7th. Oh, yeah. That new Fabio single. Like, that's probably like the like the best shit came out this Check week. Check out the new Fabio single. K-Trap Story just time. dropped. Check that out. It's called trap -O. Put the mask back on. It's up. I'm going to listen to this uh, AZ shit. AZ drop. Go check that out. Die too. Support our elders. I saw him in a, one video. Very nice. Uh polo pieces but he wasn't moving boat. around too much though he, he nah. was kind of up there he's got production from bank on there so I'm, yeah 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 there's a whole lot of niggas on there alchemist was on that motherfucker got the conway feet you know what i mean niggas is uh, i seen somebody post that wayne has got conway on two joints no so i gotta go back and it's definitely not the one on wayne's album nah <laughs> so what the fuck else are they talking about this and what else? What joints do they got together? I guess a couple, right? But I hate how niggas, like, all Wayne got to do is say one sick, slick thing and niggas going to be like, yo, that Wayne verse, though. You feel me? That's Russian roulette. Yeah, that's it. All right, yeah, it's definitely time for me to eat, too. All right, y'all. Uh, Fact Check Podcast, episode 68. We out this bitch. Holler at y'all next week, yep. man.